welcome to episode 401 of Awards Daily's Water Cooler Podcast. I am joined by the other M and a special guest. Actually, I'm not even going to call you a special guest anymore because you, you guessed so much. Uh, and I'm also joined yeah. by Jalal Haddad. So uh, let's go around the cooler and tell the listeners who you are and where they can or cannot find you on the internet. Jalal, we'll start with you. Hi, my name is Jalal, and you can find me sandwiched between the men of the White Lotus. Mm. All right. Uh, Joey, where can you be found sandwiched between? Um, I have a question, a follow-up. You say sandwich between. Um, um, no. Between. I'm not going to. Clarence is going to get mad. Okay. Oh, no spoilers. Um, no, no spoilers. No, it had nothing to do with spoilers. It was just very sexual and very good. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Joey Moser. You can find me on Twitter at JoeyMoser83 and also as the men of White Lotus's personal flopper. There you go. I was on a single one out and then I'd be like, that's, that's. That's probably worse than me saying it. That's true. Anyway, dicks. He gads. Uh, and again, I'm Clarence Moy. You can find me on Twitter at Clarence Moy, not sandwiched between the men of White Lotus. But Are you uh, sandwiched between Megan Fahey, though? Oh, she's I, so pretty. I do like Megan Fahey. Although, um, I think I might like to go on a, uh, on a, on a drunken uh, tour of Italy with Aubrey Plaza. That would be really yes. fun, honestly. So that we can um, make up for that time that she was incredibly rude to me. But that's okay. We won't, we won't dwell on that. <laughs> Will you All guys right. be drunk? She can just smoke you out, and that'll make up for it. That's true. Uh, so, unfortunately, Megan cannot join us this evening, but Jalal is here to discuss the Golden Globe nominations with a focus on television. Welcome, Jalal. Always a pleasure to have you. Hi. So... Jennifer <laughs> how many how many years are we going to see gifts of jennifer coolidge say the gays are trying to kill me <laughs> i was so mad when that came up last night i haven't even seen it yet but i was like oh i immediately knew like, we're never escaping this <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, know what brilliant idea i came up with this weekend with my friends while on the phone drinking but we don't need a barbie Margot Robbie movie. What we need is a live action version of Miss Piggy starring Jennifer <laughs> I actually oh, love God. that. That's an amazing That's idea. True. And you should be running Hollywood. You should have your own production company um, and uh, green lighting, things like that. Well, little do you know, Clarence, I'm the one that took over plan B. <laughs> Excellent. You and Didi make it happen. Um, hopefully you both are doing well. Getting ready for the uh, holiday season, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my son comes home tomorrow and uh, uh -huh. he'll be here until uh, Martin Luther King weekend. So that's a long Christmas holiday. Yeah. That is a long break. He's getting his wisdom teeth out on Thursday. So you may get to see some fun videos. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. He's either, uh, he'll either be a crier or a, uh, a drunken talker and i assume that he's going to be a drunken talker i was a crier um, when i had mine out do you think when you're um because i don't have children um i mean i have a dog do you have like like these like expectations that you're going to ask him about his first like semester in college like are you excited to hear about or do you guys still talk all the time uh, i don't need to i assume you mean of the things that he's done well, I mean, things that he's done, but I mean, like, I don't know. I, 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 you know, you always hear about like 
uh, kids coming back and, you know, everyone always asking them like what it's like, you know, to be in college and what's it like being home, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you never hear sort of the uh, anxiousness of the parent. Well, I will tell you that he has been incredibly transparent with us oh, wow. um, throughout the entire semester. Yeah, um, queen. Yeah, like his first weekend there, he called us up and said, guys, um, some friends of mine and I are going to a frat party. I plan on drinking. We have a designated driver and I will be safe. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's incredibly responsible, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do that. I, <laughs> I still don't do that. <laughs> My I go to I go to brunch <laughs> with my parents, and they criticize how many mimosas I drink. And I'm 47 years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> that reminds me, I drink a brunch every day. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, so as I said, we're going to cover today's Golden Globe nominations with a focus on television. But very quickly, um, we're going to go into uh, just a, a few bits and pieces about the film nominations, just to give Jalal and Joey a chance to uh, weigh in on that. I have already. Just completed a podcast with Sasha, Mark, and Ryan. So my thoughts on all that are um, on that one. I'm going to turn it over to you guys so that you can talk about that. And then, of course, once we're done with our Golden Globes conversation, we will close the podcast, as always, with a flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. So, um, Jalal, you're our guest. Why don't you uh, tell us some of your thoughts about the Golden Globe film nomination. It's just, you know, no reason, no need to jump into a specific category unless you want to, but just overall, what were your takes? Hmm. How do I say this? Um, I feel authenticated because all along I tried to tell people that everything, everywhere, all at once and Banshees of Inertion are two of the strongest films in this Oscar race. And I think that the Golden Globes have proved that to be true so far. Um, and I think they're also very interesting and solid films, and I'm really glad to see them recognized. And overall, I think it's been... I like these nominees quite a bit. It's glad to have the Golden Globes back. It's good to have the Golden Globes back. Um, I miss them. And I hope it'll be a fun ceremony and I hope everyone goes. I know people are still kind of in like treading the water with whether we can accept the Golden Globes again, the Hollywood Forum Press. And I think it's time. Although, how much champagne are they going to be drinking on a Tuesday? True. And I, I know that a lot of people are waiting for those ratings to plummet or to, to, to mm-hmm. be non-existent. And I think it's not fair compare the ratings for this year against the ratings of an of a year where, where it's on Sunday night. I mean, even though it is still a quote unquote work night, but it's usually on um, like a Martin Luther King weekend Sunday night where you do see historically pre COVID, you would see um, pretty good nominee, uh, pretty good ratings for it. But I don't, I mean, I don't, I just don't see that being in the cards this year because it's on a Tuesday night. Yeah. It will be interesting. Cause I think this is the most, audience-friendly group of nominees we've seen in a while between Top Gun, Elvis, and Avatar. Um, mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once is also a huge crowd pleaser. Um, Glass Onion, um, even supporting actress as Angela Bassett. So like, the, there's always that argument on nominate the biggest movies of the year and the audiences will come. Well, this will be a test to that in a really interesting way. Agreed. 
Um, Joey, what were some of your initial thoughts of the Globes film film nominations? Um, I thought they were pretty solid. Um, I mean, look, like I something that I I won't go into like specific people necessarily, but like I think it's funny, especially this year that everyone's talking about. I can't believe it's about supporting actresses specifically just because that category everyone has been talking for months about how that category is going to be a bloodbath so it's not gonna match up every single time and i think it's sort of <laughs> hilarious and also a little obnoxious <laughs> that's what everyone's leading with They're like this person got snubbed i was like there's five slots for 30 people yeah i have an overall prediction for supporting actress that i'm curious if you guys like, like nomination um no not anything specific or anything i this is this year's best actress race where it's going to be a wild lineup each and every mm. um awards group and then we're not even going to know who's going to get nominated until nominations morning and it's not going to line up with any precursors <laughs> and it'll be one of those like it's like 2007 i'll be cruised the last second gets every <laughs> secret ballot vote um <laughs> and then at the end it'll be jessica Chastain. it's going to be one of those years i think all right, I'm down with that. I like I like uh, some messiness with with some of the categories. Like what I like it when everyone is like going into DefCon Five because they're freaking out because they can't yeah. just like make a prediction. I kind of love and that. J- Jamie Lee Curtis will win the Golden Globe, and everyone on the internet's head will explode and not know what to do for the next forty eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> and she's definitely going. I, I mean, I think <clears throat> I think she's definitely in the front runner position because of the fact that she did continue to support the Golden Globes through their, through the pandemic and through their uh, PR nightmare. Um, Yeah. She's going to give every one of those Golden Globes voters a chic little wind chime. That one's for you, Kevin. You'll understand. (laughs) I mean, she Um, has, I mean, she already, I mean, she also just has two Golden Globes. It's like one of those, it's one of those, like, she's one of those people who, you know, if they're gonna, if they have a chance to nominate her, they're gonna do it. I mean, she was nominated for fucking Screen Queens for Christ's sake. What did she win for, Joey? Was it Fish Called Wanda? No, she won for True Lies, uh, True Lies and True Anything Lies. But Love. It was nominated for Freaky Friday, right? Or did she win for Freaky Friday? No, she was she was nominated for, for Freaky Friday, uh, the a Fish Called Wanda, and I think she, the the TV miniseries uh the heidi chronicles and i wish that i could say that i am looking at a wikipedia screen but no i know that off the top of my head she got two nominations for anything but love yep how 90 oh she won and was nominated that's confusing good for her um if there's a spoiler in that category i would say it's probably carrie condon Maybe yeah. Angela Bassett, but um, I actually think it's maybe Dolly De Leon. Uh, right, because well, because it's nominated in like you know it's nominated in Best Picture, and it's you know it feels like that movie is performing a little bit better, at least for now, than it than people expected. So I don't know, but I mean, I'm more excited about this race than probably a lot of the other ones. So. I actually, I said this on the other podcast, but I'll say it here. Um, my favorite category here is the films in the not not in the English language category, because I think all of those nominees are 
very strong nominees. Yeah. That's a really it's not, a, not a dud in that room. Sorry, what, Joy? Yeah, it's a, I feel like that is a, a strong for, um, I'm going to say like international film because I feel like that sounds like condescending, but I mean, I feel like I can't, you know, articulate it in a different way, but yeah, feels like no matter what gets nominated at the Oscars or in other ceremonies, like all, all five of them are going to probably be really solid. Yeah. Clarence is all quite on the Western front. The Oscar choice, the Oscar submission for Germany. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was also incredible. I did not mention this on the podcast. I was also incredibly happy that my gut instinct was right. And that Babylon was the perfect globes movie. Oh yeah. Although it wasn't as globesy as I thought it would be. Was it? Did it get direct? No, no, it didn't get director. It didn't get a screenplay. We got three acting nominations, right? Right. And score, which I think it will win score. Yeah. John Williams wins, but I would say it wins score. It's a, the score category is really strong too. Mm-hmm. I concur. Anything the else? The scores are like that. Yes, it is. Anything else you want to talk about with film? Um, just real quick, I would love it if awards bodies started nominating Stephanie Shue. Agreed. I just posted my interview with her today and I was listening to it last night when I was working on it. And she's just, she's a lovely person. And I don't know. She's a, she's a, to me, I'm I'm sure you probably agree with this, that it's the emotional journey that that character goes on. I sort of don't understand how that's not a slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm puzzled by the lack of nominations for her. It's I'm disappointed in the yeah. critics for not rallying behind her. Agreed. I think it's sort of the, um, maybe it's because she, it, it feels like these film nominations for the most part feel very like, you know, coming back with big movie stars and really, you know, celebrated big performances like Kate Blanchett, Viola Davis, um, Daniel Craig's nominated, uh, Michelle Yeoh, Brad Pitt, Andy Redmayne, Angela fucking Bassett, which I, I love <laughs> that she's nominated. I don't know. So maybe this, because I was curious about why maybe Daniel Deadweiler didn't get in, because I feel like if you watch that movie and you see that performance, you're going to nominate her. Um, so I wonder if it's just like, we don't know you yet. I don't think international people... How do I say this in a non-offensive way? Because I don't think it's I think Danielle Deadweiler tells a very American story mm-hmm. that I worry that international audiences dismiss. I like. I think the Golden Globes winners sometimes dismiss these stories time and time again. That's, that's a very good way of putting it. That's a. I mean, that's a story that is very. Uh, you know, that is a very, very uh, American racism story so that is very sort of in the fabric of what america is so that makes total sense yes yeah i mean and joel as you've mentioned before they they didn't go for um cynthia revo for harriet and she did make it into the 
Oscar um, five. So, you know, it's, it's the nuances of that story. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tragic story, of course, but the nuances of that story, the, the differences between Chicago and, and the deep South, um, uh, those nuances are largely lost, I think, on um, international audiences. Yeah. Um, I would say the only thing that really sort of surprised me here were, <clears throat> were in the comedy actor and actress races. I was kind of shocked that Adam Driver still made it in for White Noise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly over, I think, one of the globesiest picks that, you know, in previous years, this probably would have been a slam dunk, which is uh, Daniel Radcliffe for playing Weird Al Yankovic. So I heard he was submitted in TV after. That's, I don't know, like, I know sometimes, like, the, uh, you know, the Globes don't necessarily play the rules of it, but I, as far as I knew, when I spoke to the publicist from, the, when I spoke to the editor, she said that they were pushing it TV across the board. Okay, so he should have been included in the uh, actor limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television yeah. category. Okay. Interesting. Um, the other thing that I found surprising was the inclusion of uh, and Anya Taylor-Joy and Ray Fiennes for the menu. When I don't, I don't think that many people had been talking about them. Um, uh, that feels very globesy to me. I mean, I say that as someone who hasn't seen the movie. I saw it again uh, last week. Um, and the theater that I went to, it was like a late show. It was like a 10 o'clock show. To me, that's very late. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was, it was a lot of people in a small, like art house, um, space, which normally the, like the bigger movies at that theater that I go to don't necessarily do very well. Cause that's not what that theater is known for, but it was packed and the audience was like, cracking their shit up the whole way through, so I don't know. I will say, if they love those lead performances so much, I'm surprised that it did not get to the f five lineup. Yes. Um, although, yeah, I mean, I guess it could have gotten in over Glass Onion, which that was the only nomination they gave it. I was surprised. That they cut two nominations. Uh, oh, Daniel, uh, Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig. Yeah. I was thinking Janelle Monet. Mm -mm. No, I she got left out of supporting actress. Did they run her in lead, though, here at the Globes? Um, according to some people on Twitter that I don't want to give shout outs to, she got a supporting push. Oh, okay. Hmm. I almost feel she would have gotten in if they'd have pushed her for lead. I agree. Anyway, uh, let's jump to television. Um, so, so we'll just walk through each of these uh, categories and uh, give your thoughts, give your predictions, whatever you'd like to do. Um, and we'll start with television series drama, which were uh, the nominees were Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, Ozark, and Severance. Hmm. Is this House of the Dragons to lose? 
I think it's San Francisco. Yes. What else is Apple going to buy this year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my instinct is to say severance, but I feel like that's only because didn't House of the Dragon only get like one acting nomination? Yes. Yeah. I would uh, guess House of the Dragon, but they never, we have they to never remember. Gave it to, yeah. Yeah. It was never as popular with them, the first one. Great. Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, I don't think it's going to be Better Call Saul. I don't think this is the crown's year um, for them. Um, although they did, I, well, we can talk about that in a minute. But um, And I don't think it's Ozark. So Severance or House of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the Golden Globes. They never... They like first season shows. They like awarding the new thing. They hardly ever vote for a show in its final season, which I think automatically cuts out Ozark and Better House All. What was that, Trey? I'm surprised they nominated Better House All. Yes. Yeah, especially because it's never felt like a show that they cared about. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is the first time they've ever nominated it. It like is, the first time. is it like that doesn't seem like a a golden globe sexy show you know yeah it's better call Saul's first series nomination here um, and i think maybe ozark's too no ozark was nominated last time it's just a this is just a bizarre lineup to me because i thought euphoria was going to get in because it's so flashy and stylized and hbo and like sexy and cool um i really thought Pachinko would get in. Oh yeah, I thought I was. Um, and then I thought something weird would get in. Like I was like, maybe we. It's the Golden Globes. There's always a random show that they push. Like I thought maybe Interview with a Vampire would get in somewhere, or the, I thought the Gilded Age might have a comeback, or um, Bad Sisters on Apple. That's why um, the Bad Sisters would be them. Isn't that a comedy though? No, they're running it as drama. Okay. So, but yeah, I think it, this is Severance's Toulouse. I think it's the flashy show. It was already at the Emmys, but it did not win an Emmy. So they still get to kind of be the people that champion Severance by giving it the top award. It's like just weird enough. Yeah. If it wins, Ben Stiller will be giving a speech. So there's a celebrity giving a speech. Um, very compelling. And it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's, it will, uh, it will stir the pot for, um, the upcoming season two, which I think would have to be coming fairly soon. I don't think it'll be out in time. Not, not for the, uh, this Emmy cycle. I don't think so. Okay. They either are just started or about to start shooting. Oh, I thought, like, I think they start shooting January and, they, if it's anything like season one, it will take a very long time to shoot. Season one took forever. Yeah. But, um, that was in series musical or comedy. The nominees were Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. So only four comedies this year. <laughs> Abbott Elementary has this. I mean, they led the TV nominations. Yeah. I would say, yeah, 
Um, but I would not be surprised if Wednesday won. Don't say that, Joe. I don't want to say it. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, the nominations sneaked up on me so quickly this this season, and I didn't get a chance to write my, you know, global ingenue piece, which, you know, we'll talk about when we get to that category, but I feel like, yeah. She's winning. What? She's winning. She's winning. Oh, yeah, she's winning. Um, But it's not like if, I mean, if Abbott Elementary wins series, I mean, Minton Brunson would still get one, right? So, yep. It's not like she has to win lead actress in a comedy. Um, I don't think there are any. Are there any huge omissions here like there were in drama? For comedy series? Yeah. There's not, right? Like There's what, one. What, Let me figure it out. Have they done what we do in the shadows before? So. Not at the clubs. Um, let's see. What about reboot? <laughs> reboot or I thought maybe... Ghost would stand a chance, or I thought my would pop up in comedy series actress or Rami. I feel like the last two seasons of Rami, they've sort of just like released it without any fanfare, and it's sort of pissed me off. Rami, yeah, yeah. Well, they dropped it all at once this year. Yeah, did they do the last one? Um, no, the uh, the, year, the season two was. Um, Week by week, I'm pretty sure. Um, gotta go to the. It, let's see. Reservation Dogs was nominated last year and they moved on. Oh, Barry. They left Barry. Oh, oh sure duh. Did. Jesus. They sure did. And Atlanta. Well. Less shocking for that, sure, but uh, um, Barry, yes, that is a big deal. Maybe that was because it premiered so long. It's so funny that show premiered, and for about 48 hours, people declared it as the Emmy frontrunner, best season of television of the year, and then it quickly just disappeared for some reason. I was looking at um, some like top 10 lists that had already come out. And Barry's like very high on every single sin- every single thing that I've seen. So, yeah. Um, anything else with comedy? Yeah. Are we doing just series or the top acting prizes too? Just uh, I'm going down the list, so we'll hit uh, okay. in a second. Uh, and then that takes us to a limited series category, essentially, um, which is uh, the nominees are Blackbird, Dahmer. The Dropout, Pam and Tommy, The White Lotus. What did they do with The White Lotus from season one? They it did not do that well. Yeah, that's what I thought. But they're it's winning this year. It. It's about Italy. Yeah, it was only nominated for uh, Jennifer Coolidge at the first uh, for the first season. And she even lost, I think, right? Yeah, she did. 
She's winning this year. I, um, yeah, I, I think that probably sounds about right. I mean, it's, it's cresting at the right time for the Globes, too, because apparently people just can't stop talking about the finale, <laughs> which is keeping me off Twitter. No spoilers. Um, if there's anything that upsets, I would imagine it would be Dahmer because it also got four nominations. Just kind of crazy to me. I'm I'm shocked. I mean, we'll get to this category in a minute, but I'm kind of shocked that they got uh, uh, Richard Jenkins in. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big deal, I would say. I mean, that category. I, we'll get to that. I guess when we get to it. But. Right. That um, category. But of the three nominees, of the limited series category, I think it's a little open because I think there's three out of the five shows that, um, no, actually four out of these five shows got anyone they could hope for to get in. The White Lotus got a bunch of nominations. Monster got three acting. Blackbird got two acting. Pam and Tommy got three acting. So it's not like anyone underperformed and no one was ever going to get in for a dropout besides Amanda Seyfried. Right. So there's broad support for four. Um, yeah. I, since they, I probably they go with the white Lotus since they kind of, they didn't, uh, they kind of ignored the first season. Yeah. And Italy, so um, actor, actor drama. Jeff Bridges, the old man, who is getting in in a lot of places. The he just uh, also got into Critics' Choice um, last week. There's no one else to nominate. Uh, true. Kevin Costner, Yellowstone, Diego Luna, Andor, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Adam Scott, Severance. nothing extremely <laughs> surprising here. I, mean, I don't have any really, I don't have anything to say about this one. I is it Adam like, Scott's? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Adam Scott or I'm very proud of myself because I put Diego Luna in my predictions because Golden Globes voters love the E2 Mama Tambien boys. And let's not forget Gail Garcia Bernal won for a show that we all love called Mozart in the Jungle. <laughs> oh my God, I can't remember. I forgot that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually wonder if it would be Diego Luna. Yeah. I do think that the Jeff Bridges for the old man is, you know, it's sort of like one of those things where it's like, what what kind of things do the Golden Globes nominate? It's like that. <laughs> I don't know. At least be the first ones to nominate him. Nominate him. The people of uh, some people that I work with told me that uh, they also enjoyed the old man. So, yeah, the old man feels like the Perry Mason of this year. <laughs> God, and I think they both have John Lithgow in a supporting turn, don't they? They do. For God, and he is also nominated this year. But we will get to that category in a second. Um, let's move on to something more interesting: actress in a drama. Uh, the nominees here are Emma Darcy for House of the Dragon, the only acting nomination from that show. Um, actually, I want to back up. I, I think you and I, Jalal, talked about this briefly, but from all of the people who have talked about performances in House of the Dragon, and I know neither of you watched the show, but uh, Patty Considine not getting nominated 
at either Critics' Choice or Golden Globes after, like, you know, that episode eight where uh, his character is so heavily focused and there were gifts going all over the internet from this episode. I'm still surprised that people aren't um, recognizing him because I, I've read all these think pieces talking about how it's his was the best performance. His was, he was the soul of the show. I still think he gets Emmy nominated, but I'm, I'm surprised he did not get into actor and a drama considering, you know, we just said it was weak. Yeah. Category confusion. Um, I think it is. I think that it, well, we know that HBO took a while to, oh, this is unfortunate, add space on Gold Derby today. Um, giant Bardo posters everywhere. But um, they, um, I, we know that HBO, I think, took their time to decide and I think kind of struggled in some ways to figure out who to submit where. Mm-hmm. And I think clearly, I think what happened tonight or today shows that I, it is probably still very fluid and that they might not have made the best decisions. Right. I think probably put Pat, I, I know you, you talked earlier and you said there's an argument to be made to put him in lead, but I think when there'll probably be six nominees in lead and eight nominees in supporting the Emmys next year, I think it's probably safer to put him in supporting. Uh, yeah. Especially, you know, with the argument that you gave um, to me offline, that uh, first season of a Game of Thrones product, probably easier to go supporting. Mm. Um, so let's go back to actress. Uh, Emma Dorsey, House of the Dragon, Laura Lenny Ozark, Imelda Staunton, The Crown, uh, Hilary Swank, Alaska Daily. That's a Globy nomination right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Zendaya Euphoria. It's a strong category. I'm really happy with this category. Um, I think, is Emma Darcy the first non-binary person to be nominated for Globes? No. Um, the uh, the person who played, um, oh, Emma Corrin was nominated. Oh, yeah, Emma Corrin. So, I mean, the Golden Globes do better at nominating non-binary people than Gallica does. So, actually, I think it is better at nominating non-binary people than a lot of <laughs> a lot of award bodies. Um, I don't know. I would like to see Emma Darcy win. Um, I think it's probably Zendaya's to lose. But I mean, who would have thought it would <laughs> Melda Stone and Zendaya would be going? Head to head for a Golden Globe one day. I want my Imelda Staunton and Zendaya um, actors on actors segment in Variety. <laughs> and I was going to say, at least Golden Globe nominee Taylor Swift and Golden Globe nominee Martin McDonough will have something to talk about at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I mean, other than the sim- symbolism of the fingers? Yes. Tay <laughs> <laughs> Tay, she is all about some symbolism. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 Zendaya or uh, Zendaya, oh, I keep saying Zendaya, sorry, Zendaya or Emma Darcy, for sure. I don't see Laura Linney or, or maybe Hilary Swank. I don't know. I mean, it just depends on, <laughs> it would be funny. We Definitely know not a Melton 
yes, I know who Megan would vote for, for sure. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, stop me if you have anything else to say. Uh, actor in a television series, musical or comedy. Uh, the nominees are Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry, Steve Martin and Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, and Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. This category is so boring. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. Yeah. Did Gene Wilder ever win an Empire Golden Glove? <laughs> <laughs> I so badly want there to be a uh, biography of Gene Wilder and uh, like a like a an HBO TV movie about called Gene and um, oh God, what was his wife? Uh, oh, Gilda Radner. Gilda, Gene and Gilda. He was nominated for two Golden Gloves. He was never won. But. Uh, <laughs> You can do it, Jeremy. Yeah, I think he's, even though this is not a comedy, but um, sure. You sexy, angry bastard. They need to put it, I'm just so annoyed. They need to put it in drama. I think it will still do well in drama. Yeah. Um, and it didn't do well here. Like, it, I mean, it did do well. Like, I think The Bear is a, sh- a small show. The fact that it got two nominations is great. But, like, I am disappointed that I think the best performance of that show, AO, got left out. Yeah. Well, it's that damn supporting category, which they tried to make better this year. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, actress, musical, or comedy. Quinta Brunson, Kaylee Cuoco, Selena Gomez, Janet Ortega, and Gene Smart. We've already talked about this as Janet Ortega's to lose. Is, is, that, the, is that your, um, your uh, ingenue, Joey? Yeah, that's it. She was in what, like three movies this year, and this, and I'm sure. You gonna hurt her that she's really annoying. I mean, or <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Of course, she was born in Coachella. She was born in Coachella, the place of Coachella, not the festival. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's a choice. Wait, Joey, when you say three movie, oh, Scream is the other one. Scream, right, Scream X is Wednesday. Is the follow-up this year? The follow-up yes. was, I think it came out this calendar year, but it, it was eligible for last year's Emmy. Oh. Oh, she was in you, that's right. Um, moving on? I will say I am disappointed they didn't nominate um, Christian Applegate. That's true. I didn't. Really, I forgot that they completely ignored that show. Huh. That's not good. <laughs> well, neither was the final season. But oh. well, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's not talk about that one. I'm going to go on um, because I don't want to be on. <laughs> I don't want to be recorded on my thoughts on this show. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we'll just leave it there um actor in a limited series uh taron Egerton, colin firth andrew garfield evan peters sebastian stan is this evan peters first win for this role i think it's either him or actually taron Egerton, who has already won a globe for um rocket man did evan win for something did who Evan no, Peters, I Evan, the only thing he would have won for would have been um, Mare, and I don't think he won for Mare at the Globes. Okay. Um, I think this is very strongly Evan Peters. Um, 
I was talking to, it's so funny, the conversations we have about Monster and about Jeffrey Dahmer in general, and people are so tired of that story. And it's been, we talk about the ethics of telling the story and like, it's been told a million times over and we're all so used to the Jeffrey Dahmer story. But um, I was at a kind of small event for a couple of Netflix shows and I was talking to the Netflix team and um, one of the members of the Netflix team, she is, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting what country she's from. Um, but she's from somewhere in South America and she was talking about her parents are obsessed with monster. And she kind of gave me a perspective that I never thought about before. It's like we in America are so used to this Jeffrey Dahmer story, but like outside of America, it is not well known. And it's like these international audiences were being introduced to the story for the first time. And it became a huge global hit for the streaming network. I mean, those numbers were insane. So I think with a body like the gold, the Hollywood foreign press, I think it'll be very easy for them to go after. Yeah. And, and they clearly love it because they nominated Richard Jenkins for it, mm-hmm. which is a, you know, he's not a celebrity name. Right. So it's, it's definitely, they looked at, definitely looked at the performance and said, this is something that we want to recognize. My name is Paul Clubs. I mean, I think he was probably only nominated for one, one other one. Was it his Oscar nomination from years ago? The, the visitor, whatever it was. No, it's it the only other one he ever got was for Shape of Water. Uh, oh, he was nominated for Shape of Water at the Globe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. So, what is it? The Visitor? Is that the movie I'm trying to remember? The Visitor, yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna push us forward because we only have about ten minutes. Um, actress in a limited series: Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy, Julia Garner, Inventing Anna, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Julia Roberts, Gaslit, Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. God, I would love it to be Julia Roberts. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I thought you were going to say Julia Garner. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, what did yeah, you I say, guys? I said I kind of wish it would just be Julia Roberts. Oh, I heard Garner. I was right. Okay. <laughs> oh. Fitz, if, you, if you hear me say, let's give it to Julia Garner for inventing Anna, I'm going to have a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't. I'm, I'm trying to process the fact that Gaslight's getting a second season. It's getting a uh, season? Yeah, yeah, we got a press release for it. I know we don't have very much time, but like I already planted my prediction of what I think season two will be about. And I think we should all bet money. What is, what is your win. prediction? I think it's going to be the change line story. Oh. The queen of being gaslit. Mm. That's true. And bring Angie back. Mm-hmm. I was working at a movie theater when that movie came out, and somebody insisted that the movie was called Changeling. Changeling. And I was like, what? And they were like, what are you talking about? They're like, Changeling. And I was like, Changeling? They're like, it's a French word. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, Changeling? Whatever. Changeling? Um, supporting actor. So uh, as we've gone on record, as I've gone on record many times, I really hate these supporting categories. Well, now they have taken limited series out of this and it's just supporting actor in a television series. So it's comedy and drama. And the nominees are John Lithgow for The Old Man, Jonathan Price for The Crown, John Turturro for Severance, Tyler James Williams Marie for Abbott. Johns. Yeah. Uh, John, John, John. Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary and Henry Winkler for Barry. 
He's the party of John John Kennedy. Give it to Tyler, you fuckers. It's so funny. I don't think any of these overtly scream Golden Globes went. No. Maybe John Turturro? Yeah, I mean, if they if they really love Severance, for sure. But um, I don't... I mean, clearly, they're not in love with Barry this year. So maybe it is uh, Tyler James Williams. Or John Turturro, one of those two. I don't... Jonathan Bryce's role in The Crown, I mean, Joey, disagree with me if you would like, but I, I don't think it's the Screams Award winning. I think a lot of it also with, with him is just... Um, I also, me personally, I'm sure some other people feel this way too. I just hate that character. Yeah. Yeah. And, leave Philip in hell. I mean, <laughs> and I know when I say character, I mean character on a show that is based on a, a very reviled real life person. But yeah. Every, every, it's, it's not just, it's not just Jonathan Price. It's I hated it when it was Tobias Menzies and I hated it when it was um, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. And I was like, you're just a fucking asshole. Yeah. You stupid little man. He's very tall. I think, uh, I think John Totoro. Probably John Totoro. Uh, moving on, um, supporting actress, we have Debicki, uh, Hannah Einbinder, Julia Garner, Janelle James, and Cheryl Lee Ralph. I wonder why they moved <laughs> Hannah Einbinder from lead to supporting. <clears throat> I forgot they nominated her in lead that year. Yeah, the first year. Uh, they nominated her as lead. She's the first, or oh yeah, because there's only two seasons. Yeah, yeah. Because they just gave it into HBO, being the way they were. Yeah. It was a very, probably, I, I'm disappointed now that you remind me of that because that was a very inspired choice that they did. I remember because it was. Uh, I, I was literally scrolling through Twitter this, today, and I was just like, "Was it the Golden Globes?" That Nathaniel Rogers was applauding because you know he's the queen of, you know, you know, decrying category fraud. And I remember I was like, was he the one who was, you know, saying that Bravo on HBO? And then as soon as I scrolled past it and was like, <laughs> he tweeted something about like, man, I wish they would have kept her in lead, like she should have been, like last year. Well, with with Hannah Unbinder, don't you think they moved her down to supporting because it there's more room there now now that they moved the limited stuff out? Probably. Not about principles. No, but she probably would have gotten left out had she been kept in lead. Because that show, even though it still did well here, it's the, the, the buzz isn't there for it as much as it has I been. Mean, this is Elizabeth Debicki's um, Toulouse, right? Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, two more categories. The uh, remaining supporting, but in the limited series area. For the uh, actors, uh, F. Murray Abraham for The White Lotus, Donald Gleason, The Patient, Paul Walter Hauser, Blackbird, Richard Jenkins, Dahmer, Seth Rogen, Pam and Tommy. One I'm of these things that, is not like the other. <laughs> one of that, that role fucking haunts me. It's going to follow. I'm going to be on my deathbed and someone's going to whisper in my ear, Seth Rogen, Pam and Tommy. It's going to be Megan. But it's, um, yeah. I kind of think it's F. Murray Abraham. He's very good. I am predicting... Don't know. I'd probably go with F. Murray Abraham too, but I would be stronger on Domnall had he had Steve Carell gotten in or the show itself. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I can almost see them going whole hog on uh, White Lotus this year. Yeah. But, uh, which takes us to actress in a supporting role Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus, Claire Danes, Fleischman is in trouble. Daisy Edgar Jones, Under the Banner of Heaven, Nisi Nash, Dahmer, Monsters, Jeffrey Dahmer Story, and Aubrey Plaza, The White Lotus. Joel, I'll have to tell, I have to, to give you props on the podcast because you told me you predicted Daisy Edgar Jones. And uh, I, oh, yeah, I got this category five for five. I am completely impressed with that. Yeah. They love oh, Claire Danes, yeah. and they love a white British woman. I thought they nominated her and Andrew Garfield. I was really pissed that, you know, Emmys fucked that up so well. I think last year with the Emmys, they're just a handful of shows that just didn't get seen in time. Yeah. Yeah. They need to stop releasing complicated, complex, long series at the end of the year. I'm talking Underground Railroad. I'm talking Staircase. I'm talking Under the Banner of Heaven. You can argue about the quality of some of those, but they're all released in the last month and they were all ignored because they're, they're, they're yeah. tough sits. They're long seasons. Yeah. Or, it's not stranger it's things long. where you're going to binge it over the Memorial day weekend. Right. I mean, it's, anyway. it's also, there's just kind of a, um, in general, there seems to be a rejection of award season between I mean, most of last, a lot of last year's winners came at the Emmys, came at the front half of the Emmy season. They gave voters time to watch and absorb something and enjoy it. And all the shows you just mentioned were left out because um, they were tempted at the last second and not enough time to watch it. Right. And then this season, there's the pattern of Top Gun, everything everywhere all at once. Um, Elvis, stuff that came big in the first half of the year and is staying the course. So, I mean, people should not be afraid to play with their release schedules because of awards. And I think, but these things have time to breathe. Uh-huh. I agree. All right. Let's move off to the flash forward quickly to the media. We're most anticipating the upcoming week. And uh, Joey, why don't you go first? Oh goodness. Um, I'm, it's not like I'm joking, but I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing the back of my eyeballs because I feel like I'm not like any sleep. Um, I am seeing Avatar tomorrow. Um, Avatar. I have so many screeners to catch up on, but literally too many to mention. So that's it. Chalal? I'm not looking forward to anything, I don't think. <laughs> um, I don't, is there anything? I, I'm trying to, th- it's just such a weird time of year. There's not really anything that I can think of that's new that's coming. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm creating like a big release. I, it's just like catch up time of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you, unless you want to see Avatar this weekend, which I know you... I, I don't have time to see Avatar this weekend, but I am, I am excited to see Avatar eventually. I'm very, very excited to see it. Those reactions um, actually very much excited me. I was surprised. Who's? Everyone's. It was, it was like... Oh, yeah. Sur- 
yeah, I, I'm glad that there was like an actual genuine enthusiasm. It felt like there was an actual enthusiasm instead of like, like as soon as you you know a movie is over and you see all the cell phones light up and people were like, "Here's my capsule review." Hashtag Avatar. Felt like I don't know, and I do it too. But it's just like I don't know. It's it's sort of it felt uh, like people were actually excited to see it. I'm really interested in the reviews, which should be dropping tomorrow, I think. Um, okay. For I, 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 yeah, the uh, way of uh, the way of water. Um, the um, the first one was in the '80s, so I don't expect this to to stay in the '90s or be critically acclaimed or anything like that. But I'm I'm very interested to see sort of where critics land on it, because I know some fairly prominent sort of independent leading critics like David Ehrlich um, raved about it when they saw it. So we'll see what happened between now and last week. Great. Can't wait that for, to be the focus of his 19 minute video. <laughs> um, <laughs> things I'm looking forward to this week include my son coming home. And then he and I are going to see violent night because I love a good gory <gasps> Christmas movie. Um, and I'm probably going to show him a whole lot of screeners. Because there's some things uh, that I want to see, and I, I really want to rewatch Babylon. Um, but I'm also wanting to wait to see that on the big screen because I didn't get a chance to last week because someone didn't download the movie. Thanks, digital screening. Um, on the TV, going to catch up to the White Lotus before someone ruins this, the end, and uh, watch, of course, more Christmas stuff. And my son and I are going to start a my rewatch, his first time watch of Game of Thrones. So hopefully we can finish that by the time he goes back to college. And I Where did you guys leave off? We haven't started it yet. Oh, you haven't started it all? Uh, no, no. He has seen, um, I showed him the uh, the Battle of Winterfell from the last season with all the zombies because I thought he would like it. Uh, and uh, he doesn't remember that at all because he has no short-term memory. And um, I showed him the first 10 minutes and he was completely mesmerized by it. So and I'm like, wait till you get to all the incest. <laughs> do, do kids now not go back and watch Game of Thrones? Or is it, are they just going to like get to it? Or is you, no, I think, they do. I think they, they do, do because okay. Game of Thrones um, had a higher rating on HBO Max than House of the Dragon. Oh. Um, now, I don't know if that's oh, kids or what, but, um, but people in general, yeah, people in general are watching that. They were watching Game of Thrones more than they were watching House of the Dragon. Um, and I'm continuing to read The It Girl by Ruth Ware, uh, which would make a really good uh, movie, actually. The new one, yeah. So, does that cover it? Let's get the hell out of here then. So we are the two M's contributors, Joey Moser and me, Clarence Moy plus Jalal Haddad. Thank you for joining us, asking you to remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and we wish you a very pleasant tomorrow. Yeah.